Yo, 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 this your boy Dizzy D Spill. You tuning in to the Notion Podcast with my co-host in the building. Jelani, man, what's up? And you are tuning in to another episode of Boss Talk. Anyways, how's it going, bro? It's going to be retiree talk in a minute. I'm going <laughs> to hang it up. That's how it's going. I'm sick of people. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Business as usual, right? <laughs> Business as usual. Games as usual. You know, we have times in our business journey for those that want to start a business. Don't. Where just stay at the nine to five. Where stressful. we <laughs> feel very valid feelings that are often being gaslit by the success mindset. So before we get into our topic, this is kind of like a subtopic. And what I mean by being gaslit is sometimes we go through things as business owners where it's like, yo, we're not we're not getting the exposure. We're not getting the seriousness. We're not getting the demographic that we are catering to. And we often don't acknowledge those conversations. We always try to counter respond with positivity. And the problem that I personally have with that, when you do try to talk to somebody and you're like, yo, it's not going this way, it's not going that way, is that people think that's the the answer. You you just got to do this, you just got to do that, you just got to do that. And the problem is, is that nobody does that in certain situations. When somebody passes away, nobody does that. Nobody says, well, you got to have a positive mindset and you got to try harder. And, you know, or if you lose a job and you have mouths to feed and you're the primary breadwinner, nobody says, we just got to have a better mindset. It's more of an understanding, right? And so I've always asked myself, why is it an understanding when something traumatic happens in a person's life? Versus when it's business, which can be equally traumatic, but I and because I, I got an answer for it. My opinion, I think it's um, not taking the situation as serious. That's what I think. I think if if me and you were to sit down with other people and say, "Yo, this is going this way, this is going that way," nine times out of ten, they're gonna go through a list of things. Well, did you try this? Did you try that? Have you looked into this? It's all of these things as if you were being lazy. Well, you know, there's two parts. You say one part is not understanding the importance of it. The first, this other part is ignorance, the lack of understanding or getting it all together. Yeah. You feel me? Because the yeah. thing about it is like, <clears throat> as a entrepreneur, as a business owner, you look to operate and maneuver and adjust and try a lot of different things before you start to sit up here and say, well, damn, things are not going how I would like them to. It's not even how you plan because things rarely go how you plan. Right. Things aren't even progressing or moving the way that I would like them to. Things are are kind of frustrating right now. There's a lack mm-hmm. of production. There's a lack of progress, regardless of me trying, you know, X, Y, and Z, and then turn around like, maybe I should do A, B, and C, and it's still not, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. going how you would like it to or progressing or moving in a way that is... Uh, beneficial or prosperous to you yeah. so it's usually by the time that you um voice those frustrations it's because you've already exhausted majority of your ideas and resources yeah for sure and i don't think people understand that i think they feel like you get into a business you try something it don't work and you're like oh my gosh it's not working they're like oh well, let me chime in with my 9 to 5 have you tried <laughs> have you thought about well, I'm, I follow this uh, IG page that we talks like about it. the motivative mindset and what they say you should do is, yeah. have you thought about that? Yeah. Are you looking at it this way? Like, bro, I've seen all perspectives, all the thoughts that you're saying, those it's are thought about at the beginning. Only the people that are not in your shoes that are doing that. Because everybody in your shoes is going to, you might have some people that said, hey, I tried this because they're in your shoes, but they're not going to question if you've put forth the effort because they know the effort it takes. To even initiate Yeah And then the thing is It's like Once you initiate And you making something happen Like They gotta understand Like Man you Put forth a lot of effort Time A lot of energy A lot of thought In a different ways To make this thing shake To make this thing move You know what I'm saying Like Just for somebody That has never bought anything To give you an opinion On what they think You should be doing 
Bruh, so you don't even so you ain't even worst. tested out the product that's to know. the worst you haven't utilized any services you haven't bought anything from me but you got all these ideas all the answers way i got an idea so shut the, yeah yeah Moving shut the forward. front door <laughs> before i kick your grass bench we gotta we gotta change up some lingo because of youtube but <laughs> <laughs> what the french toast <laughs> but i think that um I mean, if we take the gloves off and we really just fight bare knuckle with the situation, a lot of a lot of um, entrepreneurs like ourselves struggle with friends, family, people that see what we do every day, not not being involved with the process. And then, if some form of success comes your way, they want to include themselves with the process, or they feel entitled to the process. And I need people to understand this is why people. And I say this with air quotes if you're not watching, act funny. The reason why people act funny when they get successful, what I'm learning through this journey is it's not because people have money. Usually the people around you change because you have money and then they say you changed. Usually, right? And then they have this, they put this, they try to put this guilt on a lot of people, you know, that they're entitled to something. But the fact of the matter is the reason why people operate differently. And in the midst of that, you change because your own security insecurity is because they think about the long nights, the rough weeks, the droughts, all those moments. And they sit there and they think about everybody that they reached out to personally to try to make this happen and how many times it's fallen on deaf ears, whether you personally reach out to them or it's going past blind eyes when it comes to trying to advertise and promote what they're doing. They not blind, they just disregarding it. Yeah. So that's why I say they they, they turn to blind they turn a blind eye. They you know what I mean? Uh, they, they they're they disregarding it. You you yeah. Right. But but the thing is, cuz me and you if we had this conversation off mic and I think it's kind of necessary to have it on mic for once. Like as business owners, it is frustrating to see people only want to support you or rock with what you do because it's cool to Right. Because you're gaining notoriety. Yeah. Because, because people that they're affiliated popular. with are acknowledging you when you weren't acknowledged, when they weren't acknowledging you. So now they, 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 it's the Mr. They Me Too. Back. They yeah. Back. It's the Mr. Me and Too. And I've been knowing him, man. How with you, what, yeah. What, now they got a whole man. bio and they got all these stories about you. And, and for the record, for those that are listening, you need to understand, and you don't even have to use us as an example, use anybody you know outside of us. If you are not actively contributing to the support of somebody that's starting a small business, they know in the back of their head. They remember that. They remember that. So that means when it's your turn or when you're trying to advocate for somebody in your corner and you want those same individuals, because I go through this with not just with the clothing brand, I go through this with music, too photography I'm photography sure. but even photography doesn't bother me because i feel like i still have a, a small group of people that i respect that respect me and we can get it cracking and things of that nature but with the music because the music was first before anything else that i was doing including doing this podcast i have reached out to handfuls of people that do this and they play games i will not forget I will not forget. And it's not about having a grudge. It's not about being mad. I value what I do and I value what I have. But just know I'm not going, I'm never going to forget that. And that means if there comes a time where you think you might want to reach out, I'm going to remember and I'm going to act on what I believe you are. <laughs> They're just fraud. Yeah. It might be a fraud or it might be a whole bunch of other things, but <laughs> just understand that I'm going to operate like that because I, op, I've, I've trained myself to operate in a business format moving forward. I mean, you should always operate like that, but there's something about your morale where you're like, you know what? That person seems decent. That person seems cool. I understand the times or whatever the case is. I'm talking about when you're wet behind the ears. But then when you really get your experience and you really see how people feel and you really see how they operate or you see how they intentionally don't see you, but they see everything else. You're like, oh, OK, I understand. I understand how how the game goes. 
You know what I'm saying? And so now it's like, okay, well, I need to make some adjustments. And then now you've changed. Well, no, you didn't change. You you finally figured out and understood the laws. I grew. Yeah. I progressed right. mentally. Right. I didn't change. I'm the same person. I just, right. you know, understood how I need to maneuver and make things happen moving forward. And, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm maneuvering away from you and you feel like I changed, not, no, nah, I just, there's, there's nothing mm-hmm. over there for me. That's why I, that's why when I look at celebrities, um, I have a different. I don't want to say empathy, but I have a better understanding oh, of yeah, celebrities 100%. because um, you have. I, I think it was uh, what's his name, Michael Rapper Porter, whatever his name is. He had a conversation, uh, an interview one time where he said LeBron James was an asshole to him. I guess he had his kids there and he wanted to autographs and photos and stuff like that. LeBron was just on some other type of time, just wasn't really feeling that. But I think it's interesting that you feel entitled to LeBron's time. And you know me, I have mixed emotions about LeBron James, even being a Lakers fan. But I'm just looking at the celebrity aspect of stuff. People really do feel entitled to the way they feel you should respond to them in real time, not understanding what you deal with on a day-to-day basis, on what you're trying to do, the uh, image you have to maintain, the brand you have to protect and all of that stuff. But because you are successful, they think that they're entitled to something. And it's like, no, that doesn't work like that. It doesn't. It, it, it'll never work like that, especially when they're looking at you like you're probably one of the same people that wouldn't hesitate to say something negative about me if you have the opportunity or if it would cause for you to go viral. So now... You operate, whether you're popular or not, or whether you're an entrepreneur or not, when you've been doing this a long time, you operate, I don't want to say in a, def- in a defense way, but you operate in a way where you're just always aware and your head is always on the swivel when it comes to people's intentions. Well, you just start to reciprocate the same energy that's been given to you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about it is like, you know. Getting a taste of your own medicine In a sense People have that term mm-hmm. Like you know People don't like it Because it's like So you operate like this Towards me mm-hmm. Now when it's beneficial For you to rock with me You mm-hmm. expect me To operate mm-hmm. differently Yeah Why Right Like why would I do that This is how you've been Someone's operating. insulting your intelligence As if no, you 100% Like like what do you, you think I didn't see That you did that And now I'm supposed to Operate like this When you Don't operate like that Right you know right. what I'm saying? It's, yeah, no, I get it 100% because that's how I operate. Like, I just I just operate how others are operating. I, and it's not, you know what I'm saying, tick for tat or being petty. Like I said, I reciprocate the energy that I've received or the lack thereof. I feel like that's what people, um, I thought like that's a whole thing. And I'm not even, even going to spend too much time on it. But I feel like that's a, a thing that people do not understand about a Kevin, like Kevin Samuels. He literally, if you watch any of his content, he literally operated off of the energy that was given to him in the initial interaction. That totally goes unnoticed. A lot of things go unnoticed. You know what I mean? Oh, and you know, part of the reason is something that we talked about before because people don't have attention span to really dive into an understanding of the why for anything that's going on. Whether it's news, whether it's brand awareness, whether it's just the content that you consume online, most people don't take the time to say, you know what, let me invest in getting a better understanding. Because if people did, then people would have a lot more respect for entrepreneurs, small businesses, and art or culture. You know what I'm saying? No, like you said though, it's small, it's short attention spans and not willing to do the uh, the due diligence. Mm-hmm. You know how many people I've seen share stuff on their stories, and I actually click on it and I listen to the whole thing and mm-hmm. I do a little reading. I look up some articles to find out what they shared was false. It mm-hmm. was a farce. It was untrue. But they're sharing it like that's what it is and that's yeah. what happened because they seen the first four or five seconds or they yeah. read the caption. Mm-hmm. But they only read the part they didn't click on the more see more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got accused of doing that uh, like, earlier. Uh, earlier crazy. this week I got accused of doing that. The wife sent me a house, a really nice house. And I was like, hell no. Nah. Like I responded like seconds later. And she had wrote back. Yo ass ain't even click on the content fully. I said, I seen the location and I immediately was uninterested. <laughs> I said, house is fire though. 
<laughs> I just wanted you to know how far I was going to go after I watched the video. But you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you have those, you know, those scenarios, but people, they don't take the time, Mm-mm. you know, and then, you know, it's crazy for those that, for those of us that do take the time, that sometimes is the core of our frustration. Cause it's like, yo, I actually take the time to go and look and, A and really small percentage. Of you know what I mean? Do that these days. Though. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, the crazy thing is, is if for as many people that don't do that, it's amazing to me that they still have a hard time trying to figure out what the problem is in their lives when it comes to reciprocating certain energy. It's you. Yeah, it's, it's you. It's you. So <laughs> it's like, it's kind of a, uh, it's kind of like chasing your tail. If you're, and the reason why I say it's chasing your tail is, and I feel this way across the board when it comes to the word support. That is a very sensitive word to me in this time period. If you ignore, if you know you have four to to five friends that are starting small businesses, doing trying to do something to make a difference in your community, and you turn a blind eye, but you have the audacity to repost a GoFundMe because of somebody's circumstances, slap yourself. I'm just going to say that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that out there. Slap yourself because you are not doing what you are requesting. And by the way, like when it comes to support with what people are doing, you have two options that are very vital that you are intentionally not taking advantage of. You have the support financial, or you're going to say, you know what? This person sells clothes. I'm going to buy a pair of socks, or I'm going to buy a little dainty bracelet or whatever. Or you can share the content, which costs you nothing at all. But sharing is letting people know they rock with you. And sometimes people don't want Others know that they rock with you. If you're talking about, you are right, but if you're talking about on a local level, but the thing is, is the beauty of social media with Instagram and Facebook is everybody has 10 people or 20 people in their life that have never heard of you before. And you have to be extremely insecure to say, well, I don't want those 20 or 30 people to happen to fall in love with your product or what you do because of how I feel about you. And the crazy thing is, is most of the places we shop at do not care about you personally. So what difference does it make? But they're known. Oh, yeah, because it has to, you know, you, you get support when it's cool to get support. Right. When everybody else thinks you're cool. Right. Apparently. Yeah. But hey, I mean, we don't know what we're talking about. We're just talking. <laughs> Whatever we're, we're just talking. Yeah, I just showed up. I don't know. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, it's just something to uh, something to get out there. But um, I wanted to talk about competitive versus collaborative when it comes to business, and I think that. Everything that we were just talking about earlier really blends well with this conversation because collaborative, I think, has changed its meaning as far as in what it really means by definition versus what people want to say it means. And that's been an issue in today's society where we are now redefining things that already have a true definition. So the definition for collaboration, mm-hmm. the action of working with someone to produce or create something. Right. I don't really see, I don't really see a true moral in when people do that anymore. I see a personal gain behind it. On all on all levels, low levels and high levels. Um, just from a person that that's done music, I think collaborations meant something 30, 40, 50 years ago than what it means now. Well, because like you to my understanding, 
you would collaborate with somebody because you respect their craft uh-huh. and what it is they bring to the table. Uh-huh. And you feel that you, two, three, or however many, can come together and with their skills and their knowledge and your skills and your knowledge, we can make something or produce something on a high level uh-huh. that will be beneficial to everyone involved. Absolutely. I agree with that. So, I mean, now people collaborate hoping to... Personal gain. Gain, uh, yeah, notoriety and bring more light to themselves. And I mean, in in essence, I mean, that's what you want to do with any collaboration, but that's not the main goal. The main goal is to create something dope. And then, you know, um, wherever it is that's created or produced off the strength of that, you'll, you'll gain some notoriety, but so will everybody else. It's like, it's mutually beneficial to everybody involved. Uh-huh. Now, a lot of people seem to collaborate to uh, get themselves out there or put themselves on a higher scale. And you, and the crazy thing is, is you actually believe in the reason and the potential product that you're going to produce out of that. Like you actually have a, but like, I really think this is a good idea. Um, I'm really excited about it. I have a good feeling about it. Um, and you don't have this crazy expectation. It's just like, yo, I just want to create and just make it happen. And, uh, hopefully something good comes out of it, but I'm going to be happy regardless because this is what I really want to do versus, I mean, we recently just collaborated on something and mm -hmm. I mean, like I had the theme, I had the idea, we executed and then I gave you creative freedom Uh because I respect what you bring to the table. It wasn't like, all right, now I'm going to do this and this and we're going to do Like, nah, like, this is where you put your mark on it. Mm-hmm. This is where you, you feel me? This is where you shine. So mm-hmm. make it happen. And then, I, and I like, I like where you're going with that because it's a great example of like, okay, you, you put your creative twist on it, right? You, you, you apply your, your art and then the respect for the brand is going to fuel how I do that. It's like, yo, I think this shot will be dope. I think this angle will be dope. I think this music will go well. I think, you know, all of those different things, that's where it comes together where it's like, yo, I respect that. No, I respect that. And then you you produce something that both people definitely want their name a part of it to show like, hey, I really stand behind this. Because like I, like, well, like what I want to get into, there's so many situations now where people will collaborate, people will work together, and they don't even respect what they worked on together. Or one side of it completely just disregarded whatever time and effort they put into it, which makes me wonder, did you put real time or effort into it? Or are you just um, obsessed with whatever the return is going to be? And then you go, like I said, I have scenarios and, and I've told you this off mic, so I'll say, oh, Mike, I've had, I've had scenarios where I've worked with producers that have produced songs of mine that people really love and really like, and they probably never heard it. Or if I've asked them if they heard it, they say no. And I'm like, that's not hurting my feelings. It just shows the disrespect you have for the craft and the art. Because anything that I've done in, in a collaboration with somebody, and I'm proud of it, not only if I shared it, but I'll go back in private and be like, man, I really admire that. I really enjoyed that and at times I feel like damn I could have probably done better done better you know what I'm saying so what what I what I look at with the that word is now now it's more of a scenario where it's like collaboration is a um it's an income thing yeah, what am I gonna What am I gonna benefit from it, right? That's usually how it goes nowadays. It's, it's all about how I'm gonna benefit from it. Like, um, creating just to create, just to collaborate and make things happen, just to produce because you enjoy what you do. That isn't um, that isn't really a theme anymore. It's about creating and collaborating to produce a profit, to gain some type of notoriety, to right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. there's a a lack of love for creating in that mm-hmm. sense to me because like like I said we, we we collaborate on something and I mean I haven't really thought about what it could bring I know what I would like to happen yeah 
But on the same breath, whether that happens or not, what was created was dope. I I like it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I think that's ultimately what matters is creating and doing things that you like, that you love, that you're happy with. And if it transpires or transitions into something else and grows because of that, then that's what you want. You want it to be organic. You don't want it to be forced. For sure. You don't want there to be like, you know what I'm saying, some ulterior motive behind it where you're looking to gain, you know what I'm saying, notoriety, wealth. I mean, we all want that. Right. But to work just with that being the sole purpose, Uh it loses its its meaning. Well, I will say this. I do believe that in this day and age, with so much that I disagree with, I do believe that a lot of people can tell how organic it is um, when people do come together to do something. Because you still kind of get that feeling of like, yo, I really like this here. And me and you, we've had countless conversations on collaborations that just did not make sense to us. And then the results cater to what we felt like. Like, see, like, you see how that kind of went left or you see how that kind of didn't work out. Even with it being something that was so hyped up, it didn't it didn't translate well as far as the numbers or as far as the longevity of it. Because the energy behind it. Because the energy behind it, right? And so it's it's a sad thing. I don't know if that will ever change, but I do know that that is a huge problem today when it comes to art and when it comes to business. Because I, I do feel like there's a, it was, it once, once upon a time, there was a different type of respect. You know what I mean? There was a different type of um, value that each side had and kind of diving into the competitive part of what we're saying those two things get blurred now because now it's like a lot of people don't want to collaborate because of their ego and their competitive mindset not understanding that it can be more damaging to you personally to be that way I just I don't really see the whole competitive thing from the point of majority of the time um, people are in different lanes. Yeah. You could be in the same realm, but in different lanes. Yes, absolutely. And so to be competitive with somebody who doesn't do what it is that you do, Mm -hmm. right, then it's, it's, it's a question of how much do you believe in what it is that you do? Right. Because from where I'm sitting, what's meant for me is meant for me. Right. I just have to do the work, stay consistent, and push a hard line. And whatever it is that's supposed to be coming to me, mm-hmm. I'm going to gain that. I'm going to get that. And same goes for you. Whatever it is that is meant for you, as long as you are working, pushing a hard line, staying consistent, and you truly believe in what it is that you do, mm-hmm. you're going to get yours. Right. And a lot of times that means working with others, collaborating, right? Networking, right? Building a, a solid um, circle right. of people that you can actually, you know what I'm saying, uh, in certain cases, lean on, yeah, pull from, right. connect with, Amen. even utilize their resources at times, right? Mm-hmm. This, is, this is what a network is. And so the only way to truly have that is to collaborate with the intent to collaborate and work with others to make things happen, mm-hmm. to be competitive and to say, I don't want to work with them because, you know, we're in the same realm or maybe the people from my platform might, you know, really um, <laughs> lean towards them or buy it's from them. a big them, thing I believe is going from on. Them or, su- or support them. And the thing about it is somebody that supports you, supporting someone else doesn't take away from the support they have for you. If they truly support you. And if you believe in what it is that you're doing and you're consistent in that you're not going to lose supporters or followers or energy you know what i'm saying if anything it will open you up to more and you'll gain more followers and you'll have more people gravitate towards you and you have people say oh look how they work when they did this and look at what they did maybe we can collaborate and work on something i might need to reach out to them but when right. you um when you refrain from doing that, then you kind of like, in a sense, put yourself in a box, right? Yes, you do. And that's kind of the last thing you want to do is put limits on yourself and like, 
in a world where a lot of things are limitless. Yes. As far as opportunities. Permissionless, limitless. In, in engagement, networking, right. resources, you know, like all these things are, are limitless when you're rocking with the right people and you're connecting, you're executing, you're rocking a certain way. Right. So when you refrain from doing those things, you start to, you know what I'm saying, put a limit on yourself and stipend certain, like, I'm, I mean, you're not going to be able to do this because you're not looking to work with these people and open up these lanes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, hey, please yeah. don't know. No, I, I agree. And, um, you know, to add to that, you know, I think people need to go back that have that mindset of being worried about unnecessary things. Because when you look up and you look at some of the most successful people, they're friends. When oh, yeah. we think, well, no, I'm not going to say we because we know better, but the masses in general think that certain people that are competitors are truly that when behind the scenes they're friends these guys are golfing together these guys are sharing ideas steve jobs and bill, bill gates, gates yeah i was just literally just thinking about them they were cool they were friends to a certain degree they've helped each other out in different ways when it came to business during tough times well you know iron sharpens iron so being able to you know network collaborate with share mm -hmm. ideas bounce ideas and then get feedback from people that are again in the same realm as you right. they might give you a different perspective they might have a different thought than you do they might mm -hmm. have some resources you can utilize like it goes deep and most people need to understand the reason why is because they actually speak the same language versus having the same I feel like in in the culture that we live in today, a lot of times people are paired up because they're more uh, against something together. So they're they're being brought together because it's like, yo, we gonna take over, or, or nobody is as good as us, or or whatever the case is, and they don't understand. You guys aren't speaking the same language. You guys are doing the same. You guys are a part of the same ignorance. Uh, you don't like that? Me neither. Let's be friends. Yeah, let's be friends, and we're gonna take like. Bill Gates and Steve Jobs, just those two names, the average person can understand why, because they are very similar with what they've contributed to the world. But I'll use an even more controversial scenario, Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan. And I've told you this on many occasions. I used to get upset when people would compare LeBron James to Jordan because I felt like they were leaving out Kobe. And then I had a moment the last time we had this conversation when we were done, I had a moment and I said, you know what? It makes perfect sense why they wouldn't do that because there was so much love and respect between them over the years. So when you look at people that openly showed that appreciation and respect for each other, your initial thought isn't to always try to compare, even though they have so many similarities. Because I've seen interviews. I, was just, I just watched the interview. I was going to share it um, on IG the other day when Kobe was talking about how him and Jordan would have that conversation. Like, oh, you know, my 90-something uh, Bulls would have killed your 2001 Lakers. And Kobe's like, remember who you're talking to. You know what I'm saying? So they had those personal, those private competitive conversations. But yet... Jordan can also share with you, yeah, bro, this dude used to call me in the middle of the night like, hey, yo, how did you pull this one move off? Or how did you do that? Because there was still a respect there. Whoa. You know what I mean? There was still an appreciation for what each of, each of those men did for the game and, and, and what they stood on and spoke the same language. I think it was uh, Muse. Yeah, Kobe Bryant Muse. And uh, Kobe was saying something like, you know, it was like comparing him to Jordan. He was like, like you can't, you can't really do that. He's like, that's like big bro. Like I, like I, I learned a lot from him. A lot of what I learned from him enabled mm -hmm. me to do all that I've done. Like right. I'm so it's it's like comparing big bro to little bro in a sense. Like uh -huh. you don't really, you can't really. So it makes sense. Yeah. But a lot of people, especially NBA players, will tell you the closest that we've ever come to Jordan is Kobe. Oh, it is. Absolutely. Like, there's no there's no second guessing. There's no maybe. Nah. Right. It's, it's, it's if I've even heard some uh, retired players say, Jordan is one, but he's 1A because Kobe is 1B. 1B. Right. It's like, it's like uh, for those that don't know what cassette tapes are. 
<laughs> yeah, side A and side B on a cassette. It's on the same tape. You know what I mean? And and I and I do look at that, but I don't think. Again, I don't think people understand. Like, it's okay to have a healthy competitive dynamic, but the people, especially a lot of the greats, deep down inside or, or behind closed doors, these people are friends. Well, see, all right, all right. <laughs> they so are. Let's, let's talk about it because, like, there's a certain thing with that type of competitive, mm-hmm. that type of competition. Mm-hmm. And was like, I want to beat you, mm-hmm. but I want to beat you because you're that good. Right. And it's not that I don't want to see you win, but seeing you win and knowing that you're up there makes me have to elevate my game. Right. And I respect what it is that you do. Mm-hmm. And I see where you are and I want to get there, but then I also want to surpass you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was, it was healthy. It was, it was a, it was a challenging type of competitiveness. It mm-hmm. wasn't a, I want to crush you. I want to beat them. I want to see them lose type. Like it, it didn't have that, that malice, that animosity, that negativity behind it. Yeah, absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's the issue. There's no healthy competition because people don't understand that there's no healthy competition. Cause a lot of people don't respect their, um, their peers. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I remember I told you, um, which no, I was crazy I, I, And I still I still feel like this thing is slept on So I'm gonna speak on it again The kicks and sneakers Shoe trees Oh man look I'm never going to be without As long as you are in stock And the point that I'm making behind that Is I remember I told you Again off mic Which I'll say it on mic For those of the people that we know That Love their shoes that are crazy about their shoes that know you personally have not bought shoe trees from you. They're hating. <laughs> I'm going to say you're watching this. You are hating. The reason why I will always stand on that and believe that they're not overpriced. Nope. They're good quality. Yep. And they do. They actually make a difference. You've proven that online through photos, video, the whole nine. Right. And to deliberately ignore that, which means ignoring the longevity of your shoes, because for whatever strange reason you want to have, it's hating to me because I know right now if which you are the only brand I personally know that I mean, you cannot go to the mall and get them. Nah, right. If Nike or anybody else decided let's on a bigger level decided to do that not only would people buy them but they would buy them at the price that's five times more expensive than what you charge possibly okay so the reason why i use that conversation that we've had several times and why i've brought that up is because there has to be some kind of complex in your mind to function like that um I don't even want to say as a consumer because I don't feel like all consumers operate like that. I feel like consumers who have a personal connection to the brand in some sense, whether you know the owner or you have some familiarity locally, you know what I'm saying? For There's some complex there that you're afraid of something. You know what I'm saying? And it's a sickness, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, that's what I'm a demon as. I'm a demon as a sickness because you are working against something that's been, when you work against something that's more beneficial for you than hurting you, yeah. there has to be a sickness there. There has to be. There has to be, right? I mean, you know, I just, I'm just out here trying to help people maintain their kicks. Right. I'm just, that's like, that's really what I care about shoe care. You feel me? <laughs> like, uh, he's a capitalist. <laughs> you know what I, I'm saying? I care about shoe care. I'm just really trying to help people maintain their kicks, bro. Like, the right. shoe trees are, like, I've seen them really reshape shoes back to their original. Like, it's crazy to me. I feel like everybody should have some because it's beneficial to your kicks. Right. Now, take, I have my own brand. What would I look like? Nice shirt. Why, why, what would I look like being like, everybody buying shoe trees, man, but what about my shirts? I can't put shoe trees in my shirts. (laughs) 
unless you're gonna carry them <laughs> you, somewhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, we're trying to make them out of hangers or something. Like, <laughs> like that. It's that. It's that. And the, and the reason why I brought that up and why I use my brand as an example of me sitting like if I'm sitting on the sidelines and like, yo, bro, it's a lot of shoe trees moving out of there, man. Let me check inventory, man. Ain't nobody bothered to say that can match my shirt. Like, what's going on? That's cold. The reason why I'm bringing those two. Um, that that example up is it goes back to what you said about being different lanes. Me and you, yeah, we're both in business. We're both small businesses. I'm over here, you're over there, and we can actually benefit each other from a consumer standpoint. And that's what a lot of people don't understand about business. They don't. Un- Sometimes I don't think people understand how to be a damn customer or a client. No, nah, they don't. You know what I'm saying? They don't. Whoever lied to y'all about the customer being right. I worked in customer service. That's a lie. But um at least half the time. <laughs> right. So I feel like people I believe people do not understand how it works. You wait, you're waiting for somebody to say I I approve this way of business or I approve this brand or because they were featured on a big name show. Now they're really, that's the other thing too. Like if certain people acknowledge you, now you're making moves. No, I've been making moves years and years before that person was making moves that decided to see me, you know what I mean? And so it's, it's unfortunate. And I'll say it's unfortunate on a conversation that I really talk about, but forget it. I don't talk about it right now. The black business conversation. The reason why my face looks like this <laughs> when we talk about the black business conversation is because I feel like there's a whole lot of fraudulent things going on when we say support black businesses. I support black businesses, small businesses. Black business, you put, that's another, it's like you put a limit on yourself. You say yes. black business and it's almost like, it's only for black people. And a lot of people that are black really take it that way for the record. Cause I've actually talked to people that are like, yeah, I, I just thought that was your thing. Black business. It's you like know, we already FUBU. intruded on hip hop. Sorry about that. It's so like FUBU for yeah. us, by, by us. us. Don't you dare. Don't. No, no, Tyler, you can take them off. Take them off. No, that's not what that means for that's my, know. you know, my um, people that are not melanated. That's not what that means. Mm-mm. It means it's owned, operated by black people I always looked at it as um, black businesses well in the beginning I looked at it as hey you are definitely welcome here that's what how I looked at the term black businesses hey you that look like me you're definitely welcome here because there was a time period where we were not welcome everywhere and then there's been brands that have spoke out about us not being welcome or so, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So that's how I looked at it. But then it turned into this confusion of it's only for because of the way it's been marketed. Yeah. Because of the way weird. it's been talked about. And then the sad thing about it is it's been marketed that way. So it shies people away when everybody's invited, but it's definitely a home for certain people that on top of that, now the stigma makes its way into there. Well, I mean, when you think about it, you don't see anybody saying, hey, Asian business, mm-hmm. Caucasian business, mm-hmm. right? Right. Pacific Islander business. Right. You don't hear they that. They got some good business, by the way. You don't, you don't hear that anywhere else. Jewish business, no. No. Do not. You don't hear that don't anywhere hear else. It. You only hear us saying black business is black business. At and I understand being... Um, and a lot of us don't even operate like they support it that way, but go ahead. And I understand being black and being in business and being proud of that. Right. Right. But there's also a certain way that you should be operating. Absolutely. And I feel like a lot of people feel like they should be moving differently because it's black owned and no. operating with the chest out and something for us. And this is what we do and how we move over here. And this is a whole coalition of us. But the crazy thing about it is a lot of these people who say black business don't ultimately support black businesses when they're out spending their money. Nope. Or sharing content. But yeah, that too. I'm always go back to that because that's free. So I don't want to hear nothing about you don't have enough money because you can do the things that don't cost money that can still be lucrative to a business. I don't want to be lucrative to a business. That's basically what it comes down to. Yes. 
Yes, basically what it comes I ain't trying to, you know, I ain't trying to see y'all get a five bedroom because I, I shared your stuff a few times. I do not want you to progress or move forward off of my help. Yep. And if I will always. It, that's cool, but my help? No, sir. Mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah. And that's, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I laugh at that often. Um, that's why I, and, and, and people can, you know, go ahead and look, look it up. I don't, I rarely, um, speak on our uh, issues publicly when it comes to stuff like that because I see too many, uh, I see too much fraudulent behavior behind it. I feel like a lot of times when support, and I say that with air quotes, is happening for local or small businesses, there's a motive behind it to let everybody know what you support and what you don't support. And people can read in between the lines. That's why you shared it. Yeah. I'm going to keep sharing uh, this group of people stuff over here who may not even operate in a professional manner, may I add, versus people that have been operating and haven't really had any bad experiences or bad reviews because of what you personally think or feel about maybe the owner or about the fact that you don't want to seem like... um, just another number of of the many of people that support them. It's a sick, like I said, it's it's a sickness because nobody puts that to put that kind of thought into why you don't want to do something. Most people don't even put that kind of thought into why they do it. I don't put that kind of thought into it at all. Right. I mean, like I have spent money with, supported, shared all type of stuff from individuals who have never spent a dollar with me, and it was shared it was supported because I like the product I right. like what it was they were doing I right. thought it was dope I feel other people be, should be aware of it or I saw it and I was like there's people on my platform that could benefit from knowing about this business or right. this craft or this product mm-hmm. so you know share I I will say this um, just for people that are listening some of you might be a little triggered too cause it's like oh he exposed me but I'm not gonna admit it <laughs> or they exposed me and I don't like it change just look at ways. just look at it like this I'm gonna help you change your ways it's like Jelani says so change your ways I'm gonna help you change your ways when you sit down and you think about what you want to eat and you finally make a, a decision on what you want to eat you don't say well does the owner support me? Do they support my values and my personal beliefs? And did they share my post? And, you know, did Papa John's put a like on my, my post, you know, of, of me and my family and friends? No. You go there because you understand it's a transaction and it's a transaction that majority of the time you're going to be okay with. So... When you put that kind of thought into why, because uh, I'm speaking on those that have this conversation in their mind, right? When you put that kind of thought into why you will not engage in collaborating with a business for those that are business owners or why you will not buy from a small business or even share or share just understand that number one, you're probably intentionally making yourself miss out on something that's going to be way more cheaper. And you are part of the problem as far as in making a difference. There, there are people that complain about capitalism, but will not work with small businesses. Small businesses do not contribute to your issue or your disagreement with capitalism. Because they have that word in front of business called small. You know what I'm saying? There are people that say we need more of this. If you are not contributing to the economy that have the potential to give you that, then you are again getting in your own way. There are cheaper photographers. There are cheaper clothing businesses. There are cheaper mom and pop shops local restaurants, local businesses, all of these people 
are trying to provide a service to you that is at a respectful price and that does care about the customer and the clients and you choose not to deal with them over your own personal ego or whatever scenario you've made up in your mind about the owners or the group of people or whatever. Let me clarify, because this is so crazy. When he says cheaper, he means only in price, not in quality. Yes, yes, thank you. Thank you for for, for elaborating on that. Yes, I definitely mean in price and not quality because well, bro some some of the best places i've ever had foods was mom and pop's place yes majority you know of the saying? time for me it's like that a lot of the clothing that i like and i wear now is of a higher quality and lasts maintains better than some of the more expensive things that i bought it's almost the like they're listening to the people right well yeah but the people aren't listening to them absolutely and so that's the issue because like I wear certain brands that I support, but I support these brands because of the quality. I've even upgraded my brand to a higher level of quality because that's what I'm into. And if that's what I'm into, then nine times out of 10, that's what my customers or clients are going to be into. And if they're not, they're going to because that's what I'm introducing. Right. And it's not about being cheap with anything. Like, I, I, I don't even connect with that word. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not that's not where I'm at. So when he says cheaper, he means compared to the um, big corporations and the yeah. designer brands and all these places that you're dealing with that don't actually care about the consumer on that level because of the position that they hold. And that's uh, unfortunate. I will say that's also unfortunate that you even have to explain that because it was a time period where, again, well, like I said earlier, with the definitions being changed. You could say, yo, it's cheaper also means like it's if you go on these days, it's gonna be cheaper than going on those days. Cheaper means cost efficient. Cost efficient. And it's like, well damn, do we gotta start saying cost not, efficient now? Not low budget. Yeah, not low budget. And it's like those things can get blended depending on how you interpret. But you're absolutely right. Like when we do mean cheaper, you are in fact, in a lot of cases, I'm not saying in all cases, but in a lot of cases, you're getting Equal, if not better, quality for a cost-efficient price. Um, you introduced me to a bag that Currency came out with. I think that bag can go toe-to-toe with Gucci and Louis Vuitton, and it's way more cost-efficient. And you get more cooler stuff. Think about the quality of that stable bag. Yes, yes. I use that, like, all the time, Yes, bro, and that's, it's, that's top-tier to me. You know what? All right, fine. Let's do it. And it's black owned. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm only going to do this one time for (laughs) y'all. Because this apple juice I've been drinking, (laughs) YouTube, is really good. I don't do a whole lot of, I support black, blah, 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 because I really do this. I have purchased and continue to purchase things from a black-owned business that's for all from Kicks and Sneakers. I rock with my own brand because I believe in my brand, which is Lavore Cole. Stable Goods. I love the bag I have for Stable Goods, and I'm about to use it. I can't wait to use it. I stay using mine. Right? I've rocked with uh, Jet Life. Shout out to Shout out to Currency Bevel Oh yeah Bevel I have a lot of Bevel products Um, Earth Tones by Poe I just finished half of the products That I bought from him I can keep going But I'm not going to give you all my game But I just want to let you know That out of all of those brands Only a handful of them have I've shared publicly, but I really do this and they are great brands with great quality and they are Are cost uh, efficient. Are you familiar with Ten Commandments? I have heard of Ten Commandments. Yeah, bro. One of my favorite hoodies is from them. Yeah, you've you've DM me a couple things you've gotten from them that are dope. Slides, all type of stuff. But I could keep going. Yeah. I could literally keep going. I don't, 
do it for the narcissism and the grand and the grandiose. Uh, no, I do it because that's energy. How I, rock. I really do rock, I and support. I actually took the time to be like. And I'm gonna be honest. For a lot of these brands, I actually found out from people sharing them with me. Yeah. By the way, how it goes. By the way, we need to put that out there. They were actually shared with me. So I, I'm not gonna keep doing that because I, I don't want to make it about me when I support. Excuse me. These businesses. Because it's not about me. It's about the fact that they provide something for me that I like. And I'm proud of who it is that I'm buying it from. And it's quality stuff. Right. Like, so it's, it's definitely quality stuff. I, I can't think of anything that I've got. And I was like, oh, this is trash. I won't be back. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty nice. Let me see what else they got. What else do they have that I might want to purchase? Because based off of past experiences, I'm rocking. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I just want to put that out because, because you know what? I'm going to keep it real, bro. Like there are times where I come across things on social media where I just feel like it's more about them personally than what they're actually promoting. Yeah. So cause I, like they want you to know I support. I, yeah. I did this or okay. this is my. What about the brand though? What right. is it that they do? Can you tell me a little more about that? No. Right. Okay. No. All right. right. That's one of the things I do respect about when people do take the time to do reviews. I mean, the authentic ones. I'm not talking about the paid ones. <laughs> the ones where people are like, because I, I, I had a moment where I, I wanted to do that. Um, and I've done that a few times. I know I did that with my cleaning kit. Mm-hmm. And, and I actually kind of showed like, hey, this is what this does. Look, I was tripping this day. And, it can, you know, but um, I do appreciate the authentic reviews on things because I feel like those people are coming from a place of like, Excitement or relief? You know what I'm saying? Probably both. Excited about the product and relieved that it actually holds up. Yeah, exactly. Of a certain quality. Right. It met their standards and in some cases uh, exceeded them. Mm -hmm. And I think that the, the sad thing about that, that part of the industry being oversaturated, once it becomes transactional, now you don't know what is real and what is not unless you do like this extensive amount of research when it's like yo you're supposed to be the person showing me this but I don't know because you got you got 350,000 followers and for some reason you like this that I don't really see how it's beneficial but whatever and um and that's one of the sad things about the times that we're in right now with authenticity you know yeah it's it's not always the case it's not it's more about monetary yeah yeah monetary and and clout and I think that, and yeah, and though I feel like those two things create a lot of confusion for those of us um, entrepreneurs and small business owners that are really trying to get to the people. Because, you know, I feel like we're fighting against the algorithm. We're fighting against hype. Algorithms whooping my ass right now. Oh, bro. yeah. Hey, dog, I, I got some busted lips and, and, oh and, and broken noses fighting the algorithm, too. And, and, it, and it's... Uh, and I, you know what, I, I feel for, I feel for the clients and the customers, well, I can't say clients, I feel for the customers that don't know. There's a lot of customers that don't know because of algorithms and the lack of sharing because people are insecure or, or whatever the case is. And they're, I know that they're out there. There's 8 billion people on this globe. There's people out there that are like, yo, man, I wish there was like somebody to like, you know, like, could bring my kids back and, like, even, like, if they had, like, a little kit or something like that. But but it's a whole bunch of overloads of information that they got to fish through. You know what I'm saying? Which Just to wild. get to that. Or, like, yo, I wish there was, you know, some some um, some smaller clothing brands that just, you know, something that's just, just, you know, just relaxed that I could just rock that's not overpriced. And, you know, I, I wouldn't mind subscribing and seeing what they're about, like, there are people out there for our businesses. There are people out there for your businesses, for the people that own businesses that are listening. But I, me and Jelani understand that it's hard to reach those people because, it, again, it comes with a price because there's somebody in the middle doing this. They're, 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 you know, I'm not. not in the middle. They're in the way. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're definitely in the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's better. I like that. They are in the way. Stop cock blocking. Yeah, they are Sheesh. in the way. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder, like, yo, is street team something that needs to come back? Because no, because people are so um, 
They're anti-social off of social media. They're only social on social media. When you start engaging with people, like, physically, out and about, like, they're so... Um, I'm sorry. The people, people on social media are anti-social as hell. It's it's crazy because they're uh, they're extremely standoffish. Yeah. Or awkward, socially yeah. awkward in person. Yeah. Like you'll get this whole like person personality and all this stuff on mm-hmm. social media, and then you see them in person, and they they don't really know how to communicate or hold a conversation. And that's really strange awkward. for people it's that just, are our age because we know how to do this because we did it before any yeah. of this stuff was, you know. Adjusting the wrong way. I like that. Yeah, that's what it is. You're giving them a break by saying that, but I like that. Yeah, I, I have much more harsh words and way. phrases. Because I mean, like, you can adjust to the times without actually becoming. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. You know, a lot of people make them adjustments and they they start to lose um, other traits and skills in a matter of adjusting things. Yeah, morals and beliefs and yeah, yeah. intelligence. He said it. I'm not arguing it. And you bit said it. And you know, just <laughs> <laughs> let me stop. <laughs> that apple juice kicking in. <laughs> yeah, man, it's really good. Sugar free. Um <laughs> organic. <laughs> that was definitely organic what I was about to say. Um, but yeah, you mean you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You know, you you lose a lot. Um in, in what you were stand what you would stand on or your belief before the um matrix I'll say. Yeah. I don't know, it's weird though, because like, you know, engaging with people, they be like, You're talking to me. Oh. Yeah. Well, they just, outside the DM? What it's just strange. Don't you follow me? Just send me a message. Like <laughs> And for me, bro, and I know you probably feel this way too, I think it's I think it's weird. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, Interacting with somebody that doesn't know how to interact or because we come from a time period where we had the house phone and, and yeah, things like that. So but, hearing no, people, people don't talk on the phone the way that they used to oh, in no. the midst of texting and operating on social media, all these other devices and whatnot. There's text talk. There's emojis. Right. So yeah. a lot of people have, you know, abbreviations and mm-hmm. and sending emojis. Even I and, can't keep up with all the abbreviations. I got to like look that. them up sometimes when people send them you to know me. What I'm saying like, bro, I, I think, well, I'm real. maybe I was talking to you. Like, I was talking to my niece one day, and she's like, LOL. I was like, no, no, no. Laugh for real. Yeah, yeah. Don't say <laughs> LOL tell, to me. Yeah, you said she like, said it out loud. Yeah, LOL. <laughs> if you don't crack a smile, we finna fight. What do you mean? Like, you mean, LOL. Or, like, somebody will be like, I'm dead. I'm like, huh? You look alive. You, you look fine to me. <laughs> Cholesterol level, everything. Yeah, I would think that you... <laughs> hey, you're good. You know, I don't, I don't know, man. But um, you're right. Like a lot of that, a lot of that is strange. Like I think there's been times, the few times where I'm out, because I can't deal with people as much as I used to when I was younger. I don't. When I hear like young guys or young people say, hey, yo, what's your IG? I'm like, what's your Facebook? I'm like, wait, what? Look, it's backslash at. Uh, no, I'm just. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, that's yeah, wild. Like, that's, people ask for your social media. They yeah, don't ask for phone numbers and things like Because people don't talk on the phone like that anymore. Well, that, like, well it's weird that like it, people are so antisocial and they're so. Um, Far removed from human interaction, and I'm not gonna blame the past three years on this. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it like I see it. People are treating their phone number like their social security number now. That's wild, huh? That's crazy. That's crazy. And then because technology has spoiled people so much, you can tell a person, "Well, dude, if you're going through all this with him or her, just cancel your phone. You know, just change your phone number." Well, I don't want to have to. I'm like, yo, we we were walking phone books once upon a time. It's not that bad. Not it, anymore. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Sorry, we went on a tangent, but it was a necessary tangent because uh, y'all got issues buying stuff and supporting stuff, and we got to get to the root cause of your um, deficiency in knowledge and understanding in uh, human emotions and behavior. Um, interaction, unless it's yeah, social media And it definitely interaction. So, uh, and when I say y'all, y'all know who I'm talking to. So I'm not talking to the like, the You're talking real to everybody. Y'all. You, you watch y'all. you. No, I'm saying. 
<laughs> but yeah, man, it it's gonna be it's interesting. Wild. I mean, the next um, I would say the next uh, five to ten years, maybe even twenty years, is gonna get very interesting with, um, especially with artificial intelligence. It's gonna get very interesting. Um, it's crazy because like I've had the thoughts of having a brick and mortar mm-hmm. and I just felt like due to the lack of understanding and engagement how well would that translate and what type of um, nonsense would I run up into or be um, opening myself up to by doing that I have an idea for you that I'm not going to let these people hear that I think um, is a really really beneficial direction for you that I'm going to say off mic bye guys ha ha <laughs> anyways uh, yeah we finna get out of here man we we gave y'all hella minutes um, this is your boy <laughs> Dizzy D Spill <laughs> here with my co-host in the building Jelani Evans and you've been tuning into the Notion Podcast our special episodes of Boss Talk we know that you love them we love giving them to you you know what to do like subscribe follow on all our platforms stop being like that and get some shoe trees and stop being a hater cause I'm gonna buy some more why are you acting weird feel me until next time peace enjoy enjoy